now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us here in our 20th season of hosting Real Golf Radio. Pleased to be with you. I'm Brian Taylor, Bob Casper right over there. Dave Glauser, our producer, doing a great job as always. Hey, we got a fun show for you today. We'll catch up with America's favorite caddy. Also welcome in our good friend Ryan Ballingy from GolfNewsNet.com. Haven't had Ryan on yet in 2019. We'll catch up with him and find out how he's been doing and looking forward to all the upcoming events uh, here along the West Coast. So uh, really good stuff to, to get to. Phil Mickelson opening up his 2019 campaign with a little 60. Follows yeah. it up with a 68. Not quite as sharp as he was on day number one. But that said, different golf course, different day. Now he's going to go to his third different golf course on day three out of the Desert Classic, the 60th anniversary of uh, basically indoor golf out there mm-hmm. in the in the Palm Springs desert and really fun to watch. I, this this is this is the time of year where you just start to ramp up. We just saw the beautiful vistas out in Hawaii and you can still see them with the Champions Tour. Yeah. Now you got them out there in the desert playing with the the dormant grass and the nice green grass and just greens that just absolutely putt flawlessly. Torrey Pines on the horizon next week. A lot of the big names jumping into the fray. Uh, that's just a some good, good list. stuff. That's a good list of names. Uh, jumping into that at, there at Torrid Pines is pretty crazy, but um, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun to to watch him get to the West Coast. It's fun to watch him play, like you said, there in Palm Springs, and that's a that's a great tradition of a golf of a golf tournament, especially on the West Coast. Uh, I I can remember going to it as a young boy. Bob Hope Desert Classic. You know, we go to school all week, and then we jump in the car and drive over the drive over the mountain and, and down into Palm Springs and walk walk with Dad and watch him play. And you know, I, I can remember going there and watching him uh, play with uh, with presidents and and politicians and all that kind of stuff. So um, it was uh, it was a fun time, fun time growing up. It is, and it's a great classic. Uh, John Rahm's in the mix, trying to become the first player since Johnny Miller to win back-to-back out there in the desert. We'll get you caught up on all the leaderboards, stories, headlines, and more next. Thanks for joining us. This is Real Golf Radio. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, Thank you, Golf Course Superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags 
set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. What happens when our most epic driver technology goes rogue? You set the new bar in speed. Then you set it in forgiveness. This is the new jailbreak. It's our fastest driver technology, and now it's in our most forgiving head. That's how you get the most powerful jailbreak effect ever. The new Rogue Driver from Callaway, the number one driver in golf. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. The website's realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at Real Golf. If you're not following us, uh, be sure to do so. At Real Golf is uh, where you'll find us. This segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Epic Flash Driver. It's uh, the first driver from Callaway with a flash face technology, which features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered from artificial intelligence to deliver ball speed faster than humanly possible. Pre-order yours now at CallawayGolf.com, and you can learn more at callawaygolf.com slash AI. And by the way, if you're wondering if this has taken off, how about this? Uh, our good friend Dave Neville, you heard him on the show last week. And if you didn't, then you want to check out, uh, again, on Twitter. You can link to all of our interviews and, and uh, content there as well. Uh, great to visit with Dave about the new technology here in the Flash Face and, and all the new Epic Flash. How about this? He tweets out. Not sure the last time this happened, but Callaway Golf is the number one driver by a wide margin across the six major tours this week. 175 drivers in play on the PGA Tour, European Tour, Champions Tour, Web.com Tour, LPGA, and JT, uh, JGTO. Pretty impressive. Hmm. But that. Pretty much a clean sweep. So congratulations. And if you haven't checked it out, uh, you want to do so. CallawayGolf.com slash AI. 
All right, so Bob, we left off talking about uh, the desert, and then coming up next week. I don't want to shortchange what's going on in the desert, but right. uh, next, some big news regarding next week. Uh, first of all, Phil Mickelson opening with a 60, coming back with a 68. He's got a two-shot lead at the halfway point, and he announces his upcoming schedule, which for the first time in 28 consecutive years yeah. will not be playing at Torrey Pines next week. Yeah, you know, I thought it was interesting that he said that he's gonna he's gonna play regular tour events that have minimal rough. Did you see that? I didn't see that he specifically called that out. That's what he said. Really? Minimal rough. He said, since they updated the golf course at Torrey Pines. On the north? On, well, the north and the south. When they stretched the south to 7,600 yards, he said that he said that golf course is not good for me anymore. It, it's got too juicy a rough. Well, I... Can't argue with you. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's a, it'll it's beat a bear. your head in. Oh, yeah. So his schedule is to play. But Phil is, outside of Tiger, the premier golfer yeah. of this generation. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, but all right. So he's going to he's gonna play um, Phoenix, which has minimal rough, and he's going to play Pebble Beach, which has minimal rough. Because you can't, you can't get guys around there in the Pro-Am if you're – Playing a golf course that has really, really deep rough. But he's going to play there because they're going to preview of the U.S. Open. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Although Caddy did mention last week that they have narrowed the fairways already. Yes, they have. At Pebble Beach. So yep. they'll get a more U.S. Open look right. this year. A little preview there. Although, the, you know, it does play differently in June than it does in February. So no San Diego and no Genesis. L.A. Open. Where he's won. Yeah, but he didn't play. Re- I don't think. I think he finished been sixth hitting. last year. Did he finish sixth last yeah. year? But he was been a little hit and miss. He's taken that one off of yeah. a, a, a couple times over the last right. few years. But you know, cause Tiger will bring up the slack in those two. Well, it is interesting that, and maybe that was part of the the deal <laughs> with the match. Yeah, is that Phil says, okay, look, I'm going to let you full headline your events. I'll stay. I'll stay out of them. Yeah. No, I don't think that's. <laughs> But next week, um, a phenomenal field. You've got Justin Rose, Xander Shoffley, John Rahm, Roy McIlroy, uh, Tony Finau, Jason Day, Tiger Woods, Ricky Fowler, Patrick Reed, Mark Leishman, Jordan Spieth, Patrick Cantley, Alex Noren, who lost in a playoff last year to Jason Day, and Gary Woodland. So I love that you dropped Tiger in there like 12th or something on that he list. He is 12th. Number 12, he's number 12 in the world right now. But that's where I was just reading by number one all the way down through number 23. Well, that's nice. <laughs> I can tell you he's far from number 12 on the draw next week. No, no, no. He's coming no. out to yeah. watch. Yeah. So Tiger Tiger has what? He won in uh, 99, 2003, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, and 2013. So he won four years in a row there. Plus the U.S. Open. Plus the U.S. Open. So is that seven, seven or eight times there? Yes, he's won seven times, eight times, eight times there. No, seven times. Seven times plus the U.S. Open? No. Seven times including the U.S. Open. One, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. including the there U.S. Open. There you go. That's what I thought. There you go. Eight times. Yep. And the last time, 2008. Right. 2000, well, he won in 2008 at the U.S. Open. Yeah, and yeah. then he won again in, what did you say, 13? Yeah. yeah. 
All right, there you go. So, Okay, so Tiger teeing it up next week. Phil not teeing it up. But I'll tell you what. How about before we get more into Tiger and all the field? And by the way, you're right. That is an exciting group. Oh. Boy, how good is the tournament director down at Farmers Insurance Open? I mean, that is – guys are, are getting after it. It's a – you know. Said it's the strongest field in 15 years. Unbelievable. Yep. Phil said, by the way, he's going to make it up to the great community of San Diego. Yes. I wonder how he's going to do that. I don't know. I think he's still bitter he didn't get the redesign. Maybe he's going to go course. to a Padre game and throw out the first pitch. That oh, would be special. <laughs> <coughs> and hope it doesn't bounce to the before the plate. Oh, come on now. Don't give him that. <laughs> uh, but how about Phil uh, opening up with a 60 this week? Yep. You know, he, he said it was a fun, if not surprising, start even for him. I mean, Well, he, he said he was rusty. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not sure oh, he was. Oh, rusty. <laughs> I'm not sure. There's a whole lot of rust in a 60. I mean, look, he's... But he said he was refreshed and ready to go, hmm. even though he's rusty. All right, let's see here. So here I am making my debut of the of the new year. Uh, I'm rusty and refreshed. Yes. Okay. Rusty with my golf game, but had some time off, so I'm refreshed and my mind is ready to go. So mind over matter. There you go. Refresh over rust. That's right. Okay. And you shoot 60. You know, I was listening to a golf show on the way over here on Sirius XM, mm-hmm. and it was some sort of instructional thing that mm-hmm. was, and I was having a hard time staying awake because we were right. driving, as I was driving down here, and the guy was talking about a cleansing breath, a deep breath in and a no. breath out, and I thought, you know what, really? I'm like, this is why people hate golf. <laughs> it's five in the morning. A cleansing breath. And the guy's on the radio talking about a cleansing breath. So anyway, this this leads me into this whole. And you're routine. thinking, oh, cleansing breath would feel so good right now. And you know what the cleansing breath? You know my, how bed. my wife describes my cleansing breath at five in the morning? Snoring. Yes, <laughs> snoring. Exactly right. This cleansing breath tip brought to you by the CPAP machine. <laughs> Get yours today and improve your game. There you go. Anyway, it is what it is. We've been doing this for a long time, and yeah, we've always felt that the instructional segment is, if anything, should be very short to the point and relative to a story or something that you've been watching in the golf coverage. That's somewhat relevant that you can you can relate that to your game or how you could take that to the course. But to just sit and go on and on and on about cleansing breath, breathe in through the nose and out through, through the, the mouth. mouth. I don't know. Really? That's what they tell women in labor, too. Well, look, I far be it for me to criticize how you get through that, because I, there, I certainly wasn't capable of. <clears throat> I was, I'm not cut out for strong enough to be able to go through something like that. That's for sure. Um, tons of respect, mad respect for uh, yep. watching my wife do that. Um, okay, anyway, um, back on track though. So yeah, so Phil's refreshed. Not a whole lot of uh, sympathy on the rust side because mm-hmm. he goes out and shoots 60. Here he is, uh, right where you know. Basically, when he's gotten to this point in time through 36 holes, he has won golf tournaments. And it's only been a couple of times. Yeah. Do you expect Phil to hang on? Is this is this uh, Phil jumping out, winning here in the desert? Does he have the firepower to to put it on? Uh, I would hope so. 36 holes. And I would hope so. Hold off these guys because people yeah. can charge. Look, we saw 59s. You know, we see 59s here on somewhat of a regular basis. Yeah. David Duvall shot 59 again. Adam uh, Hadwin did it a couple yeah, years ago on yeah. this golf. Yeah, so, I mean, the guys guys are capable of going seriously low. Well, Phil almost had 59 in the first round, as you said. But um, I would I would hope so. Uh, Phil has always played well on the West Coast. Um, 
He did last year. He played really well last year on the West Coast and then won at Mexico in the WGC. Incidentally, he's going to go back and play there again. Yeah. That's but part of the Twitter I would, note that he had. I would hope. I would hope. All right. We'll talk about we'll talk about more on. of this next. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. 
This segment brought to you in part by Callaway and the new Apex Irons. To redefine players' irons, unmatched field, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex is the ultimate forged player's distance iron. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex today. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. And we welcome you back. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. RealGolfRadio.com, at RealGolf Twitter handle uh, is where you can find us. Thanks for joining us. As we mentioned, Phil Mickelson, 60-68. Curtis Luck is a couple shots back. Adam Hadwin, as we mentioned, shot 59 here a couple years ago. 65-66. Steve Marino in there with a 66-65. So uh, that's uh, a look there at at some of the, the, the guys near the top. Um, John Rahm's at 12 under par. Yes, as mentioned. Yeah, Tied for look, fifth. Look going for the defending. Yep. Joining Johnny Miller to defend. Yeah, Kevin, do you believe that Johnny back in the 70s was the last time to defend? Defend, yeah. Huh. Pretty amazing. Mickelson has converted uh, 17 of 32 times on the PGA Tour when he's had the 36-hole lead. Mm. It's not bad. It's over half. It is, over 50%. Yep. It's pretty good. But he has not converted any of his last three 36-hole leads. Mm. Well, that happens when you get older, you know. And then, uh, let's see, what else do we have on Phil? He is down to 34th in the world golf rankings. Pretty interesting. He's won, he's won twice here in the desert. Uh, he's uh, had 595 PGA Tour starts to go with 43 wins. And this is his uh, first start. Or he's only had one start, sorry, in the season. This is the first start of the year. Yeah. But he won last year, so we'll see what happens. 43 wins, that's a good number. No, it's not. It's a terrible number. you got to get to 44 or 45. you got to at least get to 45. Well, in today's world, the benchmark is 20. 43 is pretty good. Well, no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. But you don't want to end at 43. No, no. That's an odd number. you got to get to like... You know, it's like your dad had 52, and then Beeman took the one away, so he ended up with 51. 51 yeah. is kind of a weird number. It is a weird 52 number. 52 is much better. Yeah, he would have been tied with Byron. Yeah. I like that better. Yeah. I like Arnold's 60 better than 51, or 52. Mm-hmm. Jack's 72, 72? I think 72. 72 is a good number. It's yeah. par, you know, on most golf courses. Then, of course, you know, 82. Yeah. Did Jack have 70? Maybe Jack had 70. No, he had 72. 72? Yeah. Byron had, or, uh, um, oh. Sneed had 82. Yes. And Tiger's got 80. Yep. 80 is a good number. 80 is a really good number. But you you know he wants to, he's got to get over 80. Phil's had 43 and Tiger's almost doubled him up. Woo! <laughs> All right, so that, that's a good segue. Segue into Tiger playing next week. What, do you, what are your expectations, Bob? It was a completely different scenario a year ago. Yeah. We sat here and we talked about, hey, will Tiger come back and play? How he he did play at the Hero, he showed a little bit, you know, yada yada, right? But mm-hmm. we had we still were saying this is a guy that man, his body, what he's been through, his mind, the whole you know DUI thing with the prescription drugs and whatnot. I mean, this was a he was so far away. And then what we watched last year, we just kept kind of shaking our head, going, this is how did how is this happening, right? Yeah. And he, and he picks up the win at the Tour Championship. So now here he is playing, really, for the first time since winning. Right. He'll be playing next week at Torrey Pines. What what are the expectations? I mean, they're they're going to be through the roof, right? But oh, yeah. They've got to be. Are they warranted? 
<laughs> yeah, I think they are. I think the expectations are that Tiger's going to win again this year, that he may have an opportunity to win uh, another major this year. He had opportunities to win majors last year. Um, he had opportunities to win multiple events last year. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be any different. I think we're going to see him in contention. In, in, it'll be interesting to see what his schedule is. His schedule so far right now is the Farmers and Genesis right now for the West Coast. Those are his two events that he's going to be playing. Surprises me a little bit that he's not playing Pebble, but I get not wanting to play back-to-back because doesn't it go Pebble-LA? Yes. Yeah. So I, I get not – I mean, he, he and Phil are both at that stage where they got to pace themselves. Right. Tiger's younger, but he's older on the body. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he, you know, they're, they're at that pace yourself kind of kind of time of their career. So I get it, but I'm a little surprised he's not wanting to get one, you know, a preview of Pebble. Of course, he could say, "Hey, I, I pretty much know how Pebble works. I won by 15 shots at the Open there." And I can go out there and play any time I want. Yeah. In fact, um, there's talk that he's going to get a little little preview and a little little practice round in. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. I, while he's I out here. Exactly. Um, while he's out here on the West Coast, I wouldn't doubt if he. Yeah. Takes a little jaunt up the coast to Monterey, and they pick him up, and he goes and plays a couple rounds. So, um, but yeah, I, I think I think there's going to be great anticipation. Uh, I, I I think more so this week than playing it at Genesis. Missed the cut there last year. Has not played well there. Has never won on that golf course. But he's won as we've said, eight times already at Torrey Pines. Um, so I would expect him to come out of out of the gates going pretty good. Well, if you think about the, – the, the fun thing about Riviera is that is the one golf course that is tiger-proof. Yes. I, I, I don't remember what exactly the, uh, the stat is, but Tigers played that event – see, how, how, how does it word it? It's basically – Tigers played one golf course a certain number of times without winning. And and I I think Torrey Pines is the only yeah. golf course that he's played more than, I don't know, call it eight, ten times. I can't remember what the stat Torrey is. Torrey or? I'm sorry, uh, Riviera, Riviera. Yeah. Without picking up a win. Mm-hmm. So you get Tiger on a golf course that he plays repetitively, he's going to win some. Right. Or you could look at it the other way and say Tiger plays on golf courses that he wins. Yes. So he's going to keep playing. If he wins, he'll keep playing there. And he's, he's picked up multiple wins. I mean, you look Why at not? Bay Hill, Torrey yep. Pines. Bridgestone, yeah. Firestone Country Club, yeah. uh, you know some of those places. Jack's Place, Augusta, St Andrews, Memorial, Memorial, yeah. I mean, those are golf courses. You look at just the Bay golf Hill. courses we I mentioned that mm. the ones that we've just mentioned, and he's picked up probably as many wins as Phil has in his career just on those golf courses. <laughs> so there you go. Four times at Augusta. So if I press you, Bob. Yes. And I said, what's what do you predict for Tiger this year? What do you and you I think in our way too early major predictions, you put him down for one, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Which is remarkable. Yeah. We wrote him off for dead. Yeah. Not literally, but for as far as his winning is right. concerned. Right. And then it was middle of the summer last year. We're like, well, you know what? Actually, the way he's going, I don't see why he couldn't win a tour event. But nah, I don't know about a major. I mean, come on, that's a different story. <laughs> and he and he contended in majors. I mean he he had the lead. With nine holes to play at the Open Championship. 
Yeah. Surprisingly, it didn't and everybody, and everybody's like their minds blowing. I screenshotted it, and then he was right there. I screenshotted he, the leaderboard on my phone, yeah. just so I mean, I'm like, who, whoever thought this would ever get to this yeah. point? And then he, he was he was there at the PGA Championship, but Brooks Kepka, you know, too much. So. So if I'm pressing you, what are you picking? What what do you give me your prediction for Tiger? He's going to play next week. Uh huh. What is what's he going to do next week? You going to pick him to win again at Torrey next week? Oh geez, I see. I don't know if I can pick him to win. Why not? <laughs> Come on, man. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say top 10. <laughs> You're not going to get any action on top 10. I'm not I'm not going with the win. You're not going to get any No one's going to give you a top 10. That you think they're going to give you you think you can make an odds for What about top, top 5? 10? You might get some action on top 5. Okay. Top 5. Top five for Tiger next. You know, he has not played really well at Torrey. I mean, this was the firing the glute, activate the glutes place. I mean, Torrey has not exactly been his, a different time. Been his best friend, of, even though he's won eight times there. But of recent, it's not exactly his best friend. I'm going to say, but but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I'm, going to, I'm thinking he's going to get a major this year, and I think he's going to get another... One or two regular. Oh two my wins. gosh! Here we go. So he's going to pass Snead, and he's going to hit 15 in the majors. Yes. Wow. All right. Well, that'll be something to tune in for, won't it? Yeah, he'll have 83 by the end of the year. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, huh. What do you think? I, I don't know that I can argue that. I can't. I don't know that I could sit and say, "Nah, you're full of it. It's never going to happen." <laughs> Because it's Tiger, right? Um, and That's what we were saying last year. He's never going to win again. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I believe that. So he's look. He's proved us wrong uh, time and time again. I thought it was too far away for him to prove us wrong mm-hmm. in this regard. But he won the Tour Championship, albeit a limited field. Not not to take anything away, but it was only you know he had to beat twenty nine guys. Mm-hmm. So. There's that. He had to play his fanny off and play way more tournaments than he normally does, even to get to that position. So now that he has got the win, the monkey off his back in that regard, he can set his schedule up. He doesn't have to press so much. We know he can win again. He's quote-unquote back, and now it's just a matter of trying to peak at those appropriate times. Yes. So he hasn't won at Augusta since 05. It's a long time. His last win in the U.S. Open was when? 2008. 2008. So it's 11 years ago. So this is this is his 18s his last his last full exemption, 10 year exemption. Yeah, but he won the Tour Championship, so he's in anyway. Right, but right. Yeah, yeah. Good point. At Ryan Ballinger joins us next. We'll ask him. We're gonna take a cleansing breath. We'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. Last year, Callaway's transformative jailbreak technology created an epic shift in ball speed and performance. In fact, it made them the number one driver in golf. Now it's the fairway woods turn. That's right, the new Rogue Fairway is the world's first fairway wood with jailbreak technology. Let me say that again. Callaway has put jailbreak bars into a fairway wood. We're talking about game-changing ball speed here. And of course, every Rogue Fairway comes equipped with Callaway's legendary 360 face cups. When you put these two things together, which is crazy when you think about it, you get the most powerful fairway wood Callaway has ever created. You'll immediately see a difference in distance and ball speed. 
But stay humble and let your buddies ask, how the heck did you get there in two? Did you just outdrive me with a three-wood? And you could just nod and say, yep, I went rogue. Get the details on the new Rogue Fairway at CallawayGolf.com. It's time to go rogue with Callaway, the number one fairway woods in golf. At the first tee. Oh, oops. It's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact Sorry. both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Callaway Golf has been the fastest growing golf ball brand since 2013, and the Chrome Soft Golf Ball has been a major part of that. Chrome Soft is extremely fast, incredibly soft, and unbelievably easy to control, which is why Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, and Jim Furyk have changed to Chrome Soft. You have to be willing to change to get better. Chrome Soft and the new Chrome Soft X are in stores now. See what they can do at CallawayGolf.com. Chrome Soft. It's the ball that changed the ball. Your hands. With the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. I gotta say, this is a stroke of genius. The new Stroke Lab putters from Odyssey are engineered to build a better stroke. Odyssey completely rebalanced the putter by using a multi-material shaft that moved weight towards the head and the grip. You'll feel the difference immediately. With every putt, you'll actually be building a better stroke. And a better stroke is what makes more putts. The new Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Available in stores February 8th. Learn more at odysseygolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you in part by Odyssey Golf, the new Stroke Lab putters. Check out odysseygolf.com, and we appreciate you joining us and uh, being with us every Saturday morning or however you access the show on one of the podcast sites, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher. Uh, Just thanks for being uh, with us. And, uh, of course, you can always follow us on Twitter, at RealGolf. Ryan Balangie from GolfNewsNet.com will join us momentarily, and uh, we'll get his take. Uh, It's... You know, thinking about it, Bob, I, I, it's hard to say that Tiger won't win at some point this this uh, this year, uh-huh. based on the how well he played last year. Correct. And that he's obviously got some extreme confidence coming off of mm-hmm. a season where he, he overcame all odds. I mean, we've yeah. seen him overcome these kind of odds in the past, but for him to overcome the odds he did and win the Tour Championship last year is it's nothing short of remarkable. So. Even for a guy like Tiger, who has never been short on confidence, it has to be a, a, a confidence boost for him. 
knowing that he can do it, I think now he can really focus his sights on getting back to the goals that he had and probably even for himself thought were were past, you right. know, when he was lying in bed, not able to get up and things like that, walk. Thinking about his career being over. Thinking about his lifestyle being yeah. over. Yeah. And now here he is with an opportunity to go out and do that. And, and as you say, he's going to pick up three with a major this year. That would be a season <laughs> unlike any other, as Jim Nance might say. But anyway, joining us right now, uh, Ryan Ballingy, golfnewsnet.com. Uh, good to have him back on the show with us here in 2019. Ryan, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Surprising that uh, you, uh, were, you were put on hold as we were talking about Tiger Woods right off the gate. Yeah, a little bit. No, uh, <laughs> he's gonna. I, I think everyone's curious what he's gonna start doing, and it starts next week. Yeah. At, it's already here, so it, I, I'm very excited for this year because of how last season ended, and I think we have probably sky high expectations for the guy. I don't think anyone's thinking like nine wins, like uh, 1999 or 2000 or something like that. But I, I think people are expecting multiple wins, and for him to give a good run in a major, if not win one. Yeah, I mean, see, that's what I'm saying. Right, but I mean, think about Ryan. That's what I told Bob where we were a year ago. Yeah, this wouldn't have even been. This would have been the ludicrous conversation, and now it's totally conceivable, right? Yeah, the conversation last year was finish seven tournaments, make the cut in three, <laughs> don't die, and now, and now it's he's the top no more player in the world. Yeah, yeah, no more surgeries, don't walk with a cane, you know, all that kind of basic stuff, and. We've really heightened those expectations, but because he heightened them really quickly. I mean, he went from happy to make the cut at Torrey to, well, I almost won in Tampa. So it ramped up pretty quickly. It wasn't this kind of gradual move. I mean, three starts in, we were like, all right, well, maybe maybe he can do that. And he almost won at Bay Hill. Yeah. Yeah, and if he doesn't hit that drive, OB on 16 at Bay Hill, yeah. maybe he can put a little extra pressure on. I know he was kind of falling behind Rory's hot putter, but... Uh, Rory's putter can go south at any moment, so maybe that would have applied a little extra. And I mean, he had a couple of middling starts in there at uh, at Quail Hollow and you know, players, but he was he had the, a very good opportunity on the weekend at, at Memorial before kind of crashing, and then he came right back after the U.S. Open and started showing signs that maybe he could he could do this, he could win. And then there he was with the lead at on the Sunday Open. at the Open Championship, yeah. yeah. Right, and then, then what, three weeks later, the PGA, I know he never got the lead from Brooks Kepka, but it sure felt like for a while he was going to get it, and he did everything that he could on that Sunday to have tried to have caught Kepka, and credit to Kepka for finishing it off and not you know, buckling under the pressure, but he did everything that he could in that moment to win a major championship, and then he does win the Tour Championship, and he had some good starts in the FedEx Cup playoffs, so it's he didn't really throw up a, maybe what one or two clunkers all year, and one the U.S. Open was kind of bad conditions, bad part of the draw. Well, Hollow just wasn't very good, so only two bad starts out of the year. I mean, that's that's kind of the tiger you would expect. So the three majors in the U.S. all uh, venues where he's won majors in the past. Speaking of Beth Page, Augusta, and Pebble Beach, I look at that and I say, okay, Pebble Beach. I think he has just as good of a chance at Pebble as he ever did, even though he, you know, back when he won by 15 shots and those uh, Pebble is fairly unchanged. But Beth Page is Beth Page is punishing. It's it's it is a brutal golf course, and Tiger is not 
the the same tiger that he once was physically and and lengthwise and all that type of thing. Uh, Augusta, he hasn't won since 2005. You could almost say that they did figure it out. They found a way to tiger-proof Augusta. But so of the three, I think Pebble Beach gives him his best opportunity to win a, another major. Do you agree or disagree? I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think just based on the amount of change to those places or the amount of change in Tiger since those places, does make, that makes a whole lot of sense. I'm really curious what Beth Page is going to be like as a PJ of America venue because when we think of it as the U.S. Open venue, you think hovering around par is the winning score and really thick, nasty, deep, rough. For the most part, you think wet conditions, too, because that's just the way those Opens played out. I wonder how it'll be in May. I wonder how cold it'll be. Will it be wet? Uh, will the PGA kind of have a more friendlier setup? Will will the rough be down? Will. I think that they will. I think that, but I don't know if it's going to be a PGA of America setup where the winning score is 16 under par or the winning score is eight under par. Yeah, mm. and I think if it's closer to 16, that's got to favor Tiger, right? Because his driving accuracy won't be as penalized. But if it's minus eight, then I think you've got to you can't be as confident in what Tiger could do there. And then, like you said, I mean, Tiger isn't one of the Masters in what will be 14 years unless he wins on April 14th. So you can't think of it as, oh, he's won there four times. Well, he won there four times on very, a very different Augusta National. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you can just chalk that up to, uh, to Tiger as one that he's likely to win. So I'm very curious what he's going to do on these, because we've done this before in the past. We've done this exercise many times. In the past, where you go, all the major venues just line up for Tiger. They're so wonderful. (laughs) And almost every time it works out that way, he doesn't work out that way. So I'm wondering how Tiger, at this point in his life, will be able to handle it. And I'm also very curious how Tiger and obviously other players will schedule around these majors now that they're four months in a row and how that'll all work out. Yeah, it's, you know, and, and go ahead, Brian. No, I was just going to say, I think it's a good point to remember that this is going to play as a major championship not known as the U.S. Open, because you're right. When I think Beth Page, I think U.S. Open Beth yeah. Page. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it could be, although, as I understand it, and I've, I've walked around it, and I've covered a, the, the 09 um, uh, uh, U.S. Open there, but I don't, uh, I've never played Beth Page Black, but as I, it, it looks to me like regardless of how you set it up, that's going to be a, a difficult yeah, test. Yeah, it's going to be a know? difficult test, no doubt. But t- taking the yeah. USGA scenario out of it, yeah, that right. equation, then you're right. That could be, I mean, Tiger won at three under par. Uh, Lucius won at four under par. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> Sorry, that, that, that's, a, that's a long-running joke. But yeah, Lucas Glover at four under par. And so, yeah, I mean, that that's... Just to give you, anyway, go back so, to your, your comment there. So, what were you going to say, Ryan? Yeah, I think that if you're if you're going to be at that if you're going to be at that number two, three, four under, then we've got a whole lot of different players in 2019 that are going to win it versus yeah. uh, got if the number is eight or ten or twelve or sixteen under. So, right. I think it really just depends on what the U.S. or the U, the PGA of America chooses to do with the setup, but it also does depend on what is Best Page Black like in middle of May yeah. because I sure don't know. I know that's only a month away from when they would normally play a U.S. Open there, but that's still the really beginnings of a golf season in Long Island. Will it be? It's apparently historically wet in May on Long Island. So, what will that be like? I'm I'm just very curious because I don't think we can make a totally apt comparison between the way the U.S. Opens were run there, even though the '09 one was basically like Woodstock South. <laughs> so, so. Um... 
you know, you'd mentioned just a few moments ago, you talked about schedules and, and you know, how what his schedule is going to be. We know he's, he's playing this week and he's going to play Genesis or this next week and he's going to play Genesis um, before um, heading to Florida or WGCs or anything like that. Um, Phil Mickelson, who is leading this week, comes off, you know, comes out with 60 in the first round, 68, and he's got a two-shot lead. He has said that he's not going to play in San Diego, um, and he also is not going to play Genesis. Um, he hasn't played. This will be the first time he hasn't played in San Diego for 28 years. Um, yeah. These guys, like you said, the schedule is going to be such that these guys are going to have to pick and choose some of the events that they want to play and and leave out some that they have played traditionally for a long time. And Phil said, he, I mean, he telegraphed this to some extent that, he said it in the fall at Safeway. I'm not going to play tournaments where the rough is really high or it's extremely difficult. Yep. It's just not my bag. Well, Tory Tory's rough can be pretty high and pretty difficult. So uh, even though it's his kind of hometown event, it, it's going to be the one he's going to kick off. I, I am kind of surprised he chose not to play Riviera because he's won there in the past. He has a good track record there. So obviously something jibes with his game, but he's got to make choices. He has a title to defend. He's got to defend the WGC Mexico. Uh, it would look foolish for him to not go there. So I think that probably kicked uh, Riviera to the curb. And that was probably the one hardest choice he had to make is, do you continue to play Riviera or do you not? Because I think Riviera is a really good proxy for Augusta National in some ways. So that's a tough choice he has to make. But he's not the only one. There are plenty of guys who are going to have choices between February and March because now the players is in March. So you've got to play that. You can't really just kind of skirt around one event in Florida, you probably have to play two. So the, the tour has made it a little bit more difficult for these guys, and I, I think that's going to create a little bit more parity in some of the fields. There's going to be more good fields, but maybe fewer great fields between the World Golf Championships and the majors and the FedEx Cup playoffs, all of which will have great fields because the money is there and the points are there. So it, it's really interesting with the choice to move the players to May and the PG, or the players to March and the, the PGA to May will do to these schedules. Ryan Ballinger, GolfNewsNet.com, joining us here. All right, a couple of things to throw at you before we let you go, Ryan, in a couple minutes here. So uh, how about Ho Sung Choi getting an exemption to play at Pebble Beach? I'm all for it. I mean, let's bring in a little new blood. Let's have a little fun. I love watching him play. I mean, he plays with such energy and emotion and joy. I mean, he's 45 years old. He's won three times, I think, three times professionally in his career, including the Casio World Open in Japan this past fall. And so he's like 200th in the world. It's not like he's the best player there is, but he is kind of fun to watch. He'll get some eyeballs. Uh, I think there'll be an audience of people who are interested and curious to watch him play. So let's go for it. I mean, if you're going to play a five-and-a-half-hour or six-hour round, if someone's going to volunteer to do that in a pro-am, you invite them to play. So go, go for it. Um, I'm I'm all for him competing. All right. Second thing I got to ask you is, and by the way, if you haven't seen his swing, you you, you got to check it out. On it's all over social media or YouTube. But uh, the other thing is, uh, what's your take on uh, the Cooch Caddy situation? I feel like nobody won. Um, Tom Tom Gillis put it out there. He he named names. I mean, there were some kind of tweets skirting around it from a couple of folks. Kip Henley may have been one of those guys who kind of alluded to Kuchar, but he didn't name him directly. And then Tom Gillis came out and put a name to it, and I think that kind of sent it into a tailspin because no matter your opinion, uh, 
you have if you're Kucher, you have to either say one way or the other at that point. You have to either acknowledge it or just suffer the wrath of unanswered allegations. And uh, we don't know what that the actual fee Kucher paid. It could he said it wasn't three thousand dollars and it wasn't ten percent. Well, that's one hundred twenty six thousand six hundred dollars range between those two figures <laughs> so we don't we really don't know anything about the transaction there we don't know their verbal agreement we don't know anything about it and it's not like el tucan is going to get on twitter and start answering questions about right. what he was paid either because that probably just is not an option so uh, in the end no one actually knows what was paid we just have this big allegation against kuchar and it's going to probably mire him for a little bit, but eventually people will forget it and we'll move on from it. Until he wins again, and then there'll be signs. People right. will be holding up I mean, signs. And, and at Tony, I feel like a couple people may have said something. I could kind of hear on the mics a couple people maybe saying a few things at Kucher, but it wasn't outrageous and it wasn't a ton of people. Yeah. So I think people will probably forget it, especially if Kucher keeps winning. Uh, I mean, he's already got two wins this season. So if he keeps pulling this off, I don't don't think people are going to really care all that much. And, and I guess Kucher, if he really wanted to do it, could go back and pad uh, El Tucan bank account a little bit more. But that would feel like patronizing him. So I don't think there's really anything Kucher can do but put his head down and say what he said and keep going. No, patronize me, man. Ba- pad my bank account, patronize me all you want. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it, baby. All right, Ryan. Hey, thanks. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> exactly. Appreciate your time, man. We it's uh, it's good to chat with you. We'll catch up with you again. So we didn't get a chance to talk to you about the European Tour and their content committee, but we'll have to do that next time. Oh, that Brilliant. was so good. You got to watch. It. Even if you didn't get to, if we don't get to talk about it. Go watch it. Go watch it on Twitter. It's great. <laughs> talk to you soon, man. Thanks, guys. See yeah, there you go, Ryan Balangi, GolfNewsNet.com, joining us. We'll talk about the content committee. It was brilliant. All right, stay tuned. More Real Golf coming up next. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. 
A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800 That's 800-223-0992. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Might have been watching a little content committee there. And the, uh, in the Monty's Pythons. Yeah, Monty's Pythons, baby. And cats. Oh, you can't go my. wrong. Anything with cats in it is good. So, uh, yeah, European Tour was a little brilliant display there of... Uh, promotional material yeah hey coming up on the back nine hour number two the caddy joins us plus we'll continue our conversation uh also hit the golf digest top 100 courses love it when that comes out all that continuing next on the back nine of real golf radio stay tuned Radio News with Wendy King. Special Counsel Robert Mueller's office says BuzzFeed News is inaccurate in its report that President Trump had his former personal attorney, Michael Cohen, lie to Congress about the timings of talks for a Trump Tower in Moscow. BuzzFeed says they stand by their reporting. In a rare public statement, Mueller's office is refuting the report. Cohen is scheduled to testify publicly before the House Oversight and Reform Committee on February 7th. The president says he's going to make a major announcement about the partial government shutdown and the border wall with Mexico. Friday night, he tweeted a video calling on Democrats to work with him to end the shutdown. Take the politics out of it. Let's get to work and let's make a deal. You're listening to USA Radio News. Question, do you have a health insurance plan you are not happy with? Well, Bethany and Jason thought they were stuck. Their plan just kept getting more expensive, and Bethany's favorite doctor didn't even take that plan anymore. And then some friends at church told them about 
MediShare. With our previous insurance, we were paying $1,200 a month. With MediShare, we now pay around $600 a month. Yes, they're paying $600 less per month, and that's a pretty typical savings with MediShare. And they actually like MediShare more. I was able to go back to my original doctor that I absolutely loved, and it's just been an absolutely beautiful thing being a part of MediShare. Yeah, so they pay a lot less, and they like it more. No wonder MediShare is growing so fast. Find out more. They're super easy to talk to. All you have to do is call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-B-I-B-L-E, 833-34-BIBLE. A major winter storm is barreling across the country with heavy snow, ice, and high winds. It's already dumped on the Sierra Nevada and the Midwest, and now it's heading east. The governors of Pennsylvania and New Jersey have already declared states of emergency. There have been thousands of delays and nearly 500 cancellations so far. USA Radio's Rick Vincent reports the economy is doing just fine despite the government shutdown. White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow says the White House is aware that government workers who aren't getting paid during the shutdown are in a difficult situation. You know, hardship's bad. Make that point very bad. I've got young people on my staff. I know the stories I read in the papers, TSA and so forth. I get that. Hardship is a bad thing. CNBC quotes Kudlow as saying the economy is still doing very well despite the shutdown and the economy will beat 3% GDP in the fourth quarter. Most economic forecasters don't expect the shutdown to cause too much pain to the economy so long as it doesn't endure. This is USA Radio News. If your New Year's resolution is to be healthier, it all starts with a good night's rest. MyPillow's best offer ever has been extended. When you go to MyPillow.com, click on the end of the year special, you'll get the lowest price ever MyPillow has offered for their four-pack, free shipping, and their 60-day money-back guarantee has been extended through March 1st. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the end of the year special, use my promo code USA to get two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com, promo code USA. A NASCAR legend has died, and USA's Chris Barnes has details. Known as the courtly and innovative patriarch of the famed Wood Brothers racing team, and until now the oldest living member of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Glenn Wood passed away Friday morning at 93 after a long illness. Wood Brothers announcing the death of its team founder on social media. Wood, alongside his younger brother Leonard, co-founded the Wood Brothers racing team in 1953. Glenn Wood, in 1998, was named one of NASCAR's 50 greatest drivers, a list that included 20 drivers who had once raced a Wood Brothers car. Glenn Wood is also a member of the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame and in 2011 was elected to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Another senator is speaking out about the partial government shutdown. USA Radio Network's Tim Berg has more. As the partial government shutdown continues, no real end in sight as lawmakers are not meeting today and no votes are scheduled either in the House and Senate. Republican Senator John Kennedy tells Fox News the president is willing to negotiate. He's willing to negotiate. Some of my colleagues in Congress are running around. I don't mean any disrespect. I'm glad they're talking, but some of them are running around like sprayed roaches coming up with deals to bring to him, none of which include a border wall. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. 
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in our 20th year of Real Golf Radio. Happy to be alongside Brian and Bob with you. Dave Glauser, our producer. Thanks to all of you carrying the show and listening, however you're accessing us along the many uh, various digital platforms. Got a great hour for you. If you missed hour number one, you can check it out on our Twitter feed, at Real Golf. Ryan Balangy, fun interview with him. Also, America's favorite caddy stopping by. Actually had a chance to hook up with him last night. Yeah. As he's traveling this morning. He's on his way to Pebble, Bob. There you go. He's got a, you know, he's got that rough assignment of getting out there. He's on his way to Pebble from where? Denver. Oh, he's in Denver. Mm-hmm. So he went, he went San Diego, Palm Springs, Denver. Now he's going back to Pebble. That's right. Okay. And he hasn't slept in three days. Really? Yeah. He's been doing a lot of work on his on books. Apparently. Yeah. Because when I was visiting with him yesterday afternoon, mm-hmm. twice, in our seven or eight minute conversation, he fell asleep. He did. Hey, you still there, Caddy? He's like, oh, wait, yeah, sorry. I'm like, um, hey, buddy, why don't, why don't you take a little nap? Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> so I was like, hey, all right, we're uh, we're going to do something tonight so you can get a little sleep, right? You need to sleep before your flight. You're yeah. going to fly, and then you're going to drive, and, you know, all that. So yeah. anyway, yeah, that's the Caddy. And by the way, he did say that he would effort – on a little bit of uh, golf activity for us. Really? Surrounding our trip to the Sweet. peninsula. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Which you shouldn't abandon your plans No, I'm not either. going to. I've already Be- talked to my mom about it. To Between call- the two of you, yeah. perhaps it might come to pass. It could come to pass. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Would that be sweet or what? That would be all right. He did mention the one time that he played Pebble, Cypress, Spyglass, and... Poppy? No, Pasatiempo. Pasatiempo. In mm. four days. Mm. That's a pretty good four days. You think so? Yeah. We played Tiempo. We didn't actually play it. Remember, we ran at a time, so we like drove around it. Didn't we play part of it? Maybe we played a couple holes, but it was... I think we, we played the front nine. Was that what it was? Yeah. It was something we couldn't... We didn't have time to play the whole thing. Yeah. Really cool course. So, anyway. Hey, stay tuned. Real Golf Radio continuing next. Thanks for joining us. Lots to get to. Phil Mickelson opening with a 60. Tiger makes his return next week. It's all next. The 
the new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a Tour Urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies, and I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. I gotta say, this is a stroke of genius. The new Stroke Lab putters from Odyssey are engineered to build a better stroke. Odyssey completely rebalanced the putter by using a multi-material shaft that moved weight towards the head and the grip. You'll feel the difference immediately. With every putt, you'll actually be building a better stroke. And a better stroke is what makes more putts. The new Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Available in stores February 8th. Learn more at odysseygolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. Callaway's transformative jailbreak technology created an epic shift in ball speed and performance. In fact, it made them the number one driver in golf. Now it's the fairway woods turn. The new Rogue Fairway is the world's first fairway wood with jailbreak technology. And, of course, every Rogue Fairway comes equipped with Callaway's legendary 360 face cups, making Rogue the most powerful fairway wood Callaway has ever created. Get the distance on the new Rogue Fairway at CallawayGolf.com. Go Rogue with Callaway, the number one fairway woods in golf. The first tee can teach young people how to hit a driver or how to stop a ball out of a bunker. But true success is measured by how well they perform off the golf course, by how well they use values like confidence, perseverance, and integrity in their daily lives. The first tee helps young men and women become better golfers, but even more important, better people. Get involved. Visit thefirsttee.org. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. Once again, this segment brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Epic Flash Driver with artificial intelligence, the new Flash Face technology. you got to check it out. It equates to speed faster than humanly possible. Oh. And... As I mentioned uh, in hour number one, in case you're curious as to whether this is taken off or not, they are the number one driver across, across, across mm-hmm. six tours. Six worldwide. major professional golf tours. Yeah. Yep. 
pretty amazing. Yeah. So. Speaking of major professional golf tours. Yes. Got the PGA Tour this week in Palm Springs. Phil Mickelson leads at 16 under par, has a two-shot lead over Curtis Luck. One of those drivers in play. Yep. Back then, those Callaway was one, two, and three on the leaderboard. There, there you not, go. Not too bad. By the way, sorry. Before you continue on, 175 yeah. Callaway drivers in play. Yeah. On PGA Tour, European Tour, Champions Tour, Web.com, LPGA, JGTO. I mean, that's pretty there impressive you go. stuff. Yep. So okay, carry on. Leaderboard. Adam Hadwin and uh, Steve Marino at 13 under par. Uh, Wyndham Clark and John Rahm. Also Joey Garber at 12 under par. Sean O'Hare at 11. I was listening to a little bit of coverage uh, on XM. Oh, I was driving around yesterday and listening to Sean O'Hare make, I think he had three in a row, birdied three in a row, looking for four in a row, almost had, maybe he did get four in a row birdie. Anyway, he was lighting it up, and I was like, Sean O'Hare, I mean, that is, you know, that guy, when he first came out, he was going to be the next, he was going to be the next guy, mm-hmm. you know. And he's, he went through some challenges, and and but here he is playing well. Good for him, man. Yep. It's awesome. It's good to see these guys when they, I mean, it's a, it's a rough, it's a rough living it's a in a hard, lot of ways. Yeah, and if you get going the wrong direction, it's hard to get it back. It's really hard to get it back. Um, Web.com has one in the books already. So they've already played their first event, finished midweek this week, and then they start their second event on Sunday in the Bahamas. Um, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. He's from China. Zekendow? I don't know. But um, he shot 18 under par, beat Ben Knowles and Steve Labram, um, and uh, they finished at 16. He's uh, his first start. He wins his first start in uh, a web.com tour event. David Toms is leading in Hawaii on the Champions Tour, the Mitsubishi Electric. He's leading by four over Tom Lehman and Joe Durant. That's a cool-looking golf course. Have you been out around that golf course? At I have not. I have not. Not in Kona? Yeah. It's cool. I like That's a good-looking golf course. On the LPGA Tour. David Toms looks really good, by the way. He does look good. I mean, he looks fit. Yeah. He looks yep. you know, totally healthy, and his golf swing looked amazing. He's playing some good golf. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. Uh, Brooke Henderson is leading on the LPGA Tour, their their first one of the year. Um, she leads by two over Ari Jitanagarn and Lydia Ko. Why, she continues to play good golf, huh? Yeah. She's 10 under par. They're at eight. Uh, let me see. Um, Marina Alex is at six, along with Lexi Thompson, and Nellie Court is at five. And then on the European Tour, they're playing over in Abu Dhabi. Shane Lowry. At uh, 18 under par, has a one-shot lead over Richard Sterney. All right, there you go. So, did you see on, I think it was it was either Facebook or Instagram, it showed um, Ian Poulter's trip to Abu Dhabi? I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, so he flew from Hawaii to L.A., he was in L.A. for nine hours before he could catch his flight to Abu Dhabi. He flew Emirates from from L.A., I think it was like 16 hours, straight to Abu Dhabi. He arrived there at like 8 o'clock at night, and he left that that morning before or that night before or something like that. So it was like 
like with time change and everything, like almost a 24-hour flight. That sounds fun. And then got there, he said, uh, got there, had a late dinner, went right to bed, slept for, <laughs> slept for about five hours, and then he was out playing the practice round. So that's a long travel. Yeah, that is a lot of travel. Uh, another news, uh, do you see Larry Fitzgerald, former NFL All-Pro yeah. wide receiver? Makes an ace at Seminole, playing alongside former President Obama. Uh huh. So he's got that going for him. Yeah. First of all, member at Seminole, which is awesome. And he's hosting, a member at Seminole. I, I assume he's the one hosting Obama. I guess so then. And yeah. So anyway, pretty cool. Uh, so there you go. Just wanted to just wanted to throw that out there. Also, Phil Mickelson. Going back to Phil, it was kind of interesting. This is the first time that Phil has played in 2019 mm-hmm. under the new rules. And he had to get help with a drop. He tried to make a shoulder to high drop and had to go down and drop it to the knee, things like that. Uh, this interesting comment. Listen to what he had to say about the rules. I found this kind of interesting. I feel uncomfortable right now because I don't know I don't know them well enough, and uh, I've I've been trying to get like a seminar to learn them all, and I just haven't had time or a chance to. And so, playing this game not knowing the rules is is uh, unsettling feeling. So hopefully I'll. Uh, figure out you know i'll be able to get a seminar or whatnot and, and learn them <laughs> he's i mean he, he didn't like it at all no I mean, the thing is is you know again he kind of has the fig jam nickname right he likes yeah. to know so when you're out there playing and you're the expert and then you don't know and you have to get corrected or you think you're drop, the expert yeah as far as you know yeah uh, then it's it, that that's a bit disconcerting for him right he didn't like that he didn't like being corrected on the drop <laughs> and the funny thing is, is it shows him. So he went to drop it off, you know, hit it in the water yeah. on 18, his ninth hole. And he goes to drop it, and, and the rules official is right there. And, and no, 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 you got to drop it from knee height, not shoulder height. So he goes to, and he kind of bends slightly to level. But I'm telling you what, if you were to actually look where he dropped it, it was probably about thigh high. Really? It was high. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the, And the rules <clears throat> official was right there, and you, at least, and I'm not throwing out some, hey, you made a bad drop and something should. All I'm saying is. It wasn't quite knee high, but the, 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 even the rules official was the last guy that was going to step in and say, yeah. uh, "Phil, actually, you need to come down just a little bit more." <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that the I hope that the uh, USJ is watching this stuff, and as long as it's above knee height, yeah. it it ought to count because it doesn't. There's no advantage to doing it higher, right? To dropping it higher, right? They're trying to give you an advantage by allowing you to drop it lower. It's just so a ahead. set of guidelines. Yeah, but technically it's a wrong drop if you do it, it higher than yeah. knee. It's not at or above knee height. It is at knee height. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying is, is as they are reviewing these things along with the flag stick, um, then maybe that's something later. You know what I heard Phil add. say? It's uncomfortable. It really is. Did you hear him say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then Phil also puts with the flag stick in. Do you have that that one too, Dave? Phil's putting with the flag stick in, and, and he it, it just kind of throws him – I don't know if you caught that that's what he was talking about, but it kind of he, he just was uncomfortable a little bit. And Do we have that one? No? Okay. It was just a short bit in, in while yeah. he was talking, saying that he he left it in. He was trying to get something going in day two, round two. Just couldn't get anything going. So he had about an eight-footer, left the stick in, trying to get something going. But he was so concerned about hitting it too hard that he thought if he hit it too hard, it bounces off the stick. And so he kind of eased up on it a little bit. Left the face open slightly and it tailed off and missed short right. So he just says, I don't think I'll be doing that again. So that was his first experience with putting the stick in. That yeah. was what went through his mind. And that goes back to some of the comments that guys made early in the over in Hawaii is 
you know, it, it looks weird, and the last thing I need in my mind is that that looks weird when I'm trying to focus on making a putt. Right. So the Latin American Amateur is being played this week, mm-hmm. um, and the winner of that gets to play at Augusta. So Fred Ridley was asked in press conference, are you going to let the guys keep the flags in? Chairman of Augusta yeah. National. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, or is there going to be a local rule or whatever? He said, uh, he said we, we uphold the rules of golf. He didn't say no, that they weren't going to let him do that. But he said, yeah, it could be an advantage for a guy that's trying to put down the 15th towards the water. Leave the flag in. He said he wants it to be that they would be consistent with other high-level championship Exactly. Golf. Don't look for them to maybe have exceptions. So that tells me either they're going to, before the majors ever start, they're going to make some adjustments. But Augusta won't be unique in yes. what it's doing. So, yeah. yeah, interesting. All right, stay tuned. Caddy joins us next. Good conversation about a myriad of topics. Stay tuned. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 
That's 855-325-1780. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you right here on the Real Golf Radio Network. Once again, this segment brought to you in part by Callaway Golf, the number one driver in golf. Check out the new Epic Flash with AI technology at CallawayGolf.com. All right, it's time to get out to America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. We can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. And the caddy joins us right here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, good morning. How are you? I'd like to note that caddies have been AI for years. Oh. Artificial intelligence. Uh, I didn't think there was any art- anything artificial about you. Well, I said caddies, not the caddy. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes. Are you telling me that there are aliens among the, those uh, carrying bags on the PGA Tour? Is that what you're saying? I once saw Bernhard Longer in the fitness trailer, and he had a cut on his arm, and I saw wires coming out of that <laughs> thing. I did. True story. True story. Oh. Yeah, you know how I feel about Bernhard Langer. You got to give him his due, right? You got to give him all the credit in the world for the way he's been able to perform at such a high level for such a long time. But I'm sorry, my apologies, Bernhard, but it is not an exciting brand of golf to watch, and it's been going on far too long. So I would be okay if those wires somehow, you know, were disconnected, and and he went out and you know enjoyed some pro ams and some different things like that. But yeah, I mean the guy is unbelievable though. We were discussing the long putter and anchoring one time at Sun City, and he looked right at me, almost smiling, not quite, but almost, and said, you know, my my hand has been anchored to my body for most of my life. <laughs> it's a pretty good line. Yeah, and very well delivered in a dry fashion. I like that. Of course. Yeah. So speaking of uh, more exciting brand of golf, the Phoenix Open, not too far away, I love that you sent us a video of you standing there in the, what do we call it now, the Coliseum that is the 16th hole? I like it, the Coliseum. That's pretty much what it is. It's crazy. It's just crazy. There's nothing like that in the world of golf anywhere. That is so unique. I know we have this discussion every year, uh, or if we don't, someone does. But should that be replicated more often at other golf tournaments? Mm. So in all the years I caddied, there were two places where you'd have the raucous crowd on the par three, and the other one was in Flint, Michigan, on the 17th hole. And that was pretty awesome, too. Um, so really only two spots. I'd say no. I think it's unique to the phoenix open it's you know it's it's just unique i don't think you can 
I don't know. They, can you replicate that? It, it has to kind of grow into it. It right? does. It to... it, no, I'm with you or, on the on oh. the being the rowdy crowd and 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 Phoenix being known for what it's known for. But you know, and quite frankly, TPC Sawgrass isn't that far off from a lot of this kind of stuff. The way they've got 17 set up these days, but having a stadium type setting, it doesn't really get much better than that. I mean, you literally. Can everyone can watch all the action? You have a good time. It's it most replicates what experience you might have with other sports in other venues, and so from that standpoint, I think from a viewer standpoint, you've got the TV set up so you can catch the action that's going on the rest of the golf course and be there to watch some live action in person as these guys go out and play a par three, which is short enough that you can see the entire you know the the player play the hole without really having to go out and walk and follow him. So from that standpoint, from a viewer standpoint, it seems like it makes some sense. And it is, um, TV does it no justice. You have to be there in person. And it's, it's even better to be standing down on the tee, uh, you know, where I was shooting that from and looking up at the, uh, stands. It's way cooler than being in the stands looking down. I mean, you just get this feeling like you're in Yankee Stadium or something <laughs> with a golf club in you. It's really cool. Which is, that's what I, that's my point. And I think most players got to appreciate that. It doesn't have to be the frat house crowd at other places that it is in, uh, in Phoenix. You know, you don't have to be throwing, you know, souvenirs up in the stands as you walk by. I think that whole scene is a little bit unique to Phoenix, but you could have a less rowdy, more golfish, if you will, uh, crowd in that type of a setting at other golf courses. I, I, I just think they had to learn from it. And look, you can't go to a major championship outside of Augusta where you don't see strategic holes, most of the last three finishing holes, just completely lined with hospitality boxes and things of that nature. So, I mean, they, they kind of go that direction, especially for some of the major events. But to me, that is a fun viewing experience. If you can go out on a golf course, have access to facilities, where you can get something to drink, you can use the restroom, whatever you need to, and then be able to sit there and watch the golfers as they come by and get a little live action, a little television action. You really, you really can kind of get the best of both worlds in that, in, in my opinion. It is, and and also the the added bonus that you know for those frequent storms of rain that you get in Phoenix, uh, <laughs> you're up there as well. So. Yeah, frequent rain. Yeah, in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, that is caddy, right? I mean, people ask about going to Augusta, and it is something it it exceeds your wildest expectations. There's not very many it, things, experiences in life where you could have it hyped as much as the Masters is, and then go attend it and have it still exceed your expectations. There just there really isn't place. There aren't that many places like that. However, Augusta is one of those yeah. places. What I will say though is. It is you. You want to tape it and go home and watch the coverage when it's done because you are not going to see everything that's going on at the Masters like you would if you were sitting in front of your television, right? I mean, that's just a fact of of a being in the viewing live viewing experience at Augusta. You'll see what's in front of you and nothing else because those TV screens don't exist. What you do, you know. So Augusta is it's like the Grand Canyon. You cannot possibly build it up and over describe it. It's not possible. Cause when you see it, it's just like, wow, that it is at Cypress points like that. Maybe 16 at Cypress is kind of like that. And 18, you know, maybe eight at Pebble there, you know, there's, I think 18 at St. Andrews is like that. It's, it's something yeah. that ex- your expectations the first time you see it. It's pretty cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's um, 
I, I think the way you watch the Masters is you, you can watch Saturday at the course, and if you have tickets to Sunday, you watch the first five, six, seven, eight holes, and then you skedaddle to somewhere to watch the rest of it on TV. <laughs> That's... No way. No. If you have tickets to Sunday, you are not leaving the premises. Come on. You skedaddle and watch You don't it. skedaddle. So no way. Okay, so you have your TV on your phone with you. You're asking to get they... kicked out now. No, you're not allowed any devices. You're still phoneless at the guy. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Absolutely. No, I, I'm 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 you gotta watch the Masters on TV. <laughs> I mean you got you have to. <laughs> right. Well then don't go get a Sunday ticket. But if you are lucky enough to have a Sunday ticket, you watch it and you find yourself part here's how you do it on Sunday, okay? If you're fortunate enough to get there early and you get a chair set down on 9 or 18, that's your that's the gold holy grail, okay? If you can get somehow get one of your chairs set down on 9 or 8, preferably 18, but if not, you get 9, okay? Then yeah. you go and you sit on four tee box. This is what I okay, this is my routine, you know, when I'm there on watching watching it guys. Sit on four and you watch shots into three, tee shots on four, putt out on four, and you you get really a lot of action there and then I move over to 8. And I sit in the in the uh, grandstands behind the eight green. Now this is cool because you're you got a par five coming up, and so you're seeing guys. You know, even though you can't tell one, who's hitting it, you see guys going for the green in two. Question. What? One important strategic question. Okay. You know what my question is. Okay. What is it? How close are you to the sandwiches during all of this? <laughs> you must. You must place yourself strategically with access to those sandwiches. Eight's not bad. So eight, you got to go down from the grandstands. You got to cross the crosswalk in front of the two fairway, in front of two tee box. And then you're right there. You can, you can right now close your eyes and walk from that grandstand to get the sandwich. Can't you? (laughs) Absolutely. See, that's, I knew, I knew that was the case. I knew it. Not only sandwiches, but they also have uh, the ice cream, uh, peach Georgia peach ice cream cookie sandwiches. Uh, yeah, it's something else. That place. It's a religious experience, is what it is. So you okay? You let me finish. So after you see, after you watch the groups come through eight, you climb down and you head down to twelve if you can get there. If not, then you go to uh, ideally you go to fifteen. But 15's often already taken, so you can't get in the grandstand. So go to 14. 14's underrated, and they built some grandstands on the right golfer's right side as they come up. That is a fantastic place to watch some really cool stuff happen at 14. And then when it's done, you head back to your chairs at 18 before you know the, the guys start coming through, and no one's sitting in your chairs because that's just the way it is at Augusta. I, th- I think the amazing thing is is that what the, what the listeners don't know is that in your entire life you've only spent one day at the Masters and you knew all that after one day? <laughs> yeah, <So> I think... <laughs> people listen to this show have listened, have known me long enough that they know that I'm spoiled and fortunate to be able to go every year. So I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure I may have mentioned that a million times. That's got to be one of the great things about having won the Masters is when you get a little older, you know that every year you get to go back to this place and just kind of meet up with everybody and you know that's that's what the masters is right everybody's there everybody who's somebody in golf is at the masters right that's just how it is it, it's 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 a cool it, it's such a such a 
it's so different than the other majors, isn't it? It's just radical. It's like its own thing. It's going into a time machine. And this is what I say. It's the perfect uh, blend of the legends of the game, today's stars, and the future stars in golf all converging on a golf course that has seen the greats of all time walk around it, you know, relatively unchanged for, you know, decades. I mean, that that's just what it is. It is it is a bit of a time warp and stepping back in time to experience golf at its purest, in, in my opinion. It's unbelievable. So we've named the grand, what I call the Grand Canyon experiences in golf. Are we missing any? Uh, what's the uh, what's the Grand Canyon golf experience that we're missing? Do yeah, we have one? Yeah, I've never even been to the Grand Canyon. What? <laughs> I have had the Grand Canyon. Hey, you know what? Speaking of Grand Canyon experiences, so Golf Digest came out with their America's 100 Greatest Golf Courses, and yeah. that's always a fun thing to go through. I don't know if you still do this, but I think it's fun. I go through and I get my highlighter out and I highlight the ones that I've had a chance to play. And on the top... Of the top ten, I have been fortunate enough to play four of the top seven, four of the top ten. Wow. Including the top two. So Pine Valley, Augusta are one and two. Cypress mm-hmm. Point is number three, still the highest on my bucket list. Got a chance to play yeah. Shinnecock last year, number four. Oakmont yeah. checks in at number five. I've been around Oakmont, but I've never played it. Uh, Marion, yeah. I've never seen. That's number six. And then Pebbles, number seven. Had a chance to play there. And uh, should be able to have a chance to play again this year. And then it's National Golf Links, uh, Sand Hills, and Fishers Island. That rounds out your top ten. So I have not seen, I've not yet seen Sand Hills or Fishers Island. I've seen all the others, of course. But, you know, Sand Hills, I I asked Crenshaw about Sand Hills. How was it designing it? He said, he said, I didn't have to design it. He goes, I just put holes in the ground where the flag sticks were, and then you had the golf course. (laughs) Wow. That it just kind of designed itself. It was just there. It was so obvious that it was like the easiest thing he's ever done. It was pretty cool. Number 11, by the way, is Wingfoot. And uh, some of my favorite golfing memories playing with you and Bob there. That was awesome. Yeah, that's a a special place, too. I put that, uh, you know, that's that's in the league with Oakmont and Carnoustie for being just the very hardest course you'll ever play. (laughs) Certainly Oakmont is. There's no question about that. Carnoustie, Oakmont, Wingfoot. I'm putting those right up there. Yeah, there you go. All right, well, unfortunately we're out of time, but we'll we'll talk about this more again because I like it. Your Grand Canyon golf experiences. We can talk about that. Scotland certainly has to be one of those. Uh, you know, oh, playing yeah. the old course and experiencing Scotland, you got to do that. Uh, Augusta, oh, yeah. Pebble, Bandon Dunes, which is a place I haven't been yet, but places like that, I think, are all those Grand Canyon golf experiences. Well, I like that. Well, let's let's continue that discussion next week. And not many sports allow you to have that, you know, different venue thing. Baseball a little bit, right? Certainly, baseball has it a little bit. Um, you can't really call football having, you know, different stadiums. Yeah, doesn't really do it for you in football. Tennis, yeah, not really either. So, yeah, you, know, you got Wimbledon. Okay, maybe, but. Golf's kind of unique in that way. Yeah, stuff. you'd almost put like race tracks, like horse racing tracks, up there, right? right? I mean, that's almost that has that same kind of cachet to it. Saying, "Hey, been there, experienced that," right? Yeah, yeah. Or you know, different marathon routes, I guess you could say. But uh, yeah, they, I don't know. Golf, it's just a cool thing. Yeah. So everybody get into it. All right, there you go. 
Good stuff. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, huh? Thank you. All right. There you go. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. You know, you never quite know what we're going to talk to about the caddy or talk with when we have the caddy on the show. And, you know, there we go. We went down the Grand Canyon list. Really good stuff. We'll talk more about it as we continue. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something... uh... Something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology, they're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks to the caddy for joining us. Caught up with us last night. He's on a plane this morning. 
That's why you didn't hear Bob. Bob is here. Hi, Bob. Hey. So we're talking about Grand Canyon experiences in golf. First of all, what was your take on the caddy saying that if you have a Sunday ticket, you have to skedaddle, was his word, uh, before, like after about eight holes so that you can nah. get home and watch it on TV? Nah. You can't do that, right? No, if you got a Sunday ticket, you want to stay there and watch you want to watch it to the end. You go home and watch the replay later. Yeah. You have it on DVR, you go back right. and watch it. Right. You don't leave. No. Not a chance. You got to be part of it. Yeah. Because it is cool being there on Sunday and being able to experience the roars and it, it is a little unique. You don't know exactly what happened, but then you look at the leaderboard and you go, "Okay, they made birdie." You don't know how they made birdie. Like for instance, the year that Tiger Last one in 2005, and he chipped in on 16. Yeah. We, I mean, you heard the roar. It was crazy, but you didn't really know exactly how it happened until right. later. Right. So that's one. And look, y- you can't beat the coverage on television. No. You can't beat it. Uh-uh. But you've also, if you've been there and you can experience it, the rest of your life, the coverage will take on a whole new dimension. Oh, no doubt about it. If that's the only ticket you had, you're staying there the whole day. You're not... I mean, you're not taking off after half. Yeah, I mean, he's thinking blasphemy. it from the standpoint that he's been there a million times. He's yeah. been there a bunch of times. You know, maybe his player hasn't didn't make the cut, and you've got a ticket for Sunday, and you go. You know, you're a caddy. You can you can be there on Sunday, and he's been there a bunch of times. For the everyday person, they get they get one day to go, and they've got they've got a ticket for Sunday. First of all, that's not what I would recommend. I would recommend putting in for the practice round so that you can take a camera with you to take pictures, that kind of stuff. Um, if you've never been there before. For your first experience. For yeah. your first experience, that's what you want to do. Um, Which is hard. People, I mean, and, and it costs you a lot less money yes. uh, to do practice rounds than it does tournament days. Uh-huh. But we're not, it's not even, it's not even patronizing. It literally is a better experience for your first time to do a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, yeah, absolutely. Just because you, you know, ideally you go Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, or Monday, Wednesday, because then you get a little bit of competition action over at the par three, which is really fun. If to you, see. yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, what we used to do is, I mean, because we had family connections, connections to past champion. Yeah, we we were able to get onto the golf course. Um, in the morning, first thing when they opened up the gates, um, and we were able to get chairs set up on 18th green. Whole Casper clan all hanging out there yep. on the 18th green. So we'd be there on the 18th green, have those chairs set up. We'd go back home, then we'd come back later, have breakfast, kind of go watch some golf out on the golf course, out on eight, you know, down in Amen Corner if you wanted. Come back up. We'd sit in the clubhouse and watch those guys once they went through nine. We'd watch them go down through um, the leaders. Would go down through Amen Corner. Then we'd go out and sit in the seats. Yeah, about the time we we it depended on how the action was going, but uh-huh. sometimes it would be till they get through 15. Yeah. And then we'd head down and yeah. Because if you wait too long, yep. there's such a crowd gathered, it's hard to even it's find to your in. seat. Yeah. And, and get through them all. Yeah. So, but they do a much better job of controlling that even now than they right. used to. So, yeah, it, it is a it's a tremendous experience. I, I know there's a lot of our listeners that have been, but it's um, 
Like I told the caddy, there aren't very many experiences that are hyped as much as the Masters is yeah. that still exceed your expectations, yeah. even with all the hype going into it. Okay. I had a friend with me one time. I just want to tell yeah, the story ahead. real quick. Tell I had it. a friend with me one time. You know him, Curtis Bennett. He's Great sitting guy. with me right on the rope on 18 on Sunday. Okay? It's like hitting us right under the chin. We're right on the front row. And we're watching these guys come in. He's 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 watching... And, you know, the winners come through and all that kind of thing. And he said to me, he goes, I've been on the floor on the first row in championship games and and playoff games in NBA basketball, sitting right on the floor. He said, this undoubtedly is the best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> well, there you go. So. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And <clears throat> what is amazing is you just, you almost feel like you can't breathe. Yeah. Because it's just... The air, it's just so quiet. There's so many people, and it's so quiet. Yeah, it's, it's a little crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. All right, so America's uh, greatest 100 golf courses uh-huh. from Golf Digest. Um, pretty cool, Bob. When you look at the top 10, Pine yeah. Valley, again, getting number one over yeah. on Augusta National. Yeah. Uh, Cypress Point checking in third. Shinnecock Hills fourth. Oakmont five. And then your second five, uh, Marion, Pebble, National Golf Links out in Long Island, mm-hmm. uh, Sand Hills and in Nebraska, and then Fishers Island, uh, which is out there in New York as well. So that's your top 10. Winged Foot checks in at number 11. Uh-huh. Seminole at 12, Crystal Downs, Chicago Golf Club, Friars Head. That's out on Long Island. Muirfield Village at 16, Pacific Dunes out of Bandon at 17. It's up a spot, by the way. Hmm. Uh, the Country Club. Brookline. Uh-huh. At 18, f- fell two spots. And Los Angeles Country Club North at 19. Mm-hmm. Oakland Hills at 20. So, four of, I had a chance to play four of the top 10, seven of the top 20. Um, pretty cool. Um Whistling Straits checks in at 21. Mm-hmm. Pinehurst Resort, we've had a chance to play, checks in at 29. The Olympic Club at 33. Trying to get other golf courses we've played here. Uh, Monterey Peninsula Country Club, the Shore Course, checks in at 56, where they also played Pebble Beach uh, and AT&T. On the second greatest 100, Chambers Bay at 129. East Lake at 131. How about that? Yeah. It seems like it's down the list of ways. Um, Westchester Country Club at 183, Torrey Pines at 186, Glen Wild here in Utah 188, the Broadmoor 199. Mm-hmm. Just sneaking in that top yeah. 200. So there you go, pretty cool. What, what when you think back on those, and, and you heard the caddy talk about Grand Canyon experiences uh-huh. in golf. What do you think about when you obviously going to Augusta, right? Yeah, it's a Grand Canyon experience. Yeah. Next to that, what's your... What's Playing your Augusta. Okay, well. <laughs> okay. That's a helicopter tour through the Grand Canyon. Yeah, okay. that is. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, but outside of Augusta, what, what do you, what's your Grand Canyon experiences? Oh. Uh, those golf courses we just mentioned. St. Andrews. Yeah. So, we, I was definitely, we talked yeah. about St. Andrews. Experiencing yeah. the home of golf. Yeah. So, would you put that as the second behind going to Augusta, or where would you rank that? Um, in your Grand Canyon golf experience? 
I would say that's a um, good question because would you is. would you rather go on a trip to Scotland, play the home of golf and several of those courses around there, and experience the home of golf, mm-hmm. or attend the Masters? You're not playing. Just okay? attend it. Yeah, people just you don't you don't play. Yeah. that's uh, that's like pie in the sky. But attending the Masters or playing at St. If Andrews. you've never att- if you've never attended the Masters, and it's on your bucket list, uh, I, I I think you give them equal weight. I, 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 my grand, my Grand Canyon experience is playing the trifecta of where my dad won his majors. Okay. Well, yeah, everyone's got their own personalized stuff for right. sure. Right. You're talking about Olympic Club, Wingfoot, and Augusta. Yep. Well, you've done that. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, 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 I might even argue with myself, but I think I would say traveling to St. Andrews and playing versus attending yeah. the Masters. I would put playing St. Andrews one, yeah. attending the Masters two. I know that's well, the I thing, can argue the with thing about St. That. Andrews is it's a little bit more realistic to be able to play that and go do that that's than I mean. it is unless you want to pay the money to go to the Masters and watch it. Right. Getting a chance to play is why I would say Yeah. Where you don't get a chance to play at Augusta. No. So anyway. No. All right, some final thoughts coming up next. Thanks for joining us here. This is Real Golf Radio. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. 
Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob, thanks for joining us here. It's been a fun one. Phil Mickelson opens with a 60 at the Desert Classic, comes back with a 68. He's got a two-shot lead heading into the weekend. He also announces his schedule that won't include San Diego or Los Angeles. And by the way, if you haven't followed Phil Mickelson on Twitter, you got to do it. His instructional videos are money. Really? Oh, they're so good. They're so good. you got to watch it. One of the best things on the Internet. I was looking at his Twitter feed, and... um... He was just taking a bunch of clips from his shots during the rounds, during the round, and adding some captions to it, like, you know, this is this is a four iron. I'm just getting going in the round. You know, made a nice. Once birdie. he's discovered Twitter, it it it's just it's a game changer for Phil. Like this, <laughs> t- Twitter was tailor made for Phil. Yeah, like he's out there now. Like he is loving it. Yeah, he's setting up the camera, filming his own little instructional chipping videos. That's and, funny. Oh, you, you got to watch them. They're fantastic. Tiger Woods returns next week to Torrey Pines. Yes, he does. Looking forward to that. Bob, you got him uh, win an 83 uh, by the time the year's over with a yeah. 15th major. Yeah, that would be one. Heck I think of a year. I think two wins this year and a major. Bam. We'll see how it goes. Starts next week at Torrey Pines where he's won eight times. Ho Sung Choi. You probably don't know that right off the top of your head, but you got to go. I'm sure you've seen his swing. He gets an exemption to play at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. He's fantastic to watch, uh, very entertaining, and we'll see how he does. And somehow, with that leg swinging through like Gary Player, you know, when Gary used to walk through It's not even close to what Gary Player used to do. It's not even close. Gary would step through. This guy swings it around. However, it's amazing how how good the contact is going through all that. Listen, if, if he... If we still had metal spikes and he was on the green, did you see the one putt he made yesterday? It was like eight feet from the hole, and he's like chasing after it with his legs <laughs> swinging and everything. If if we still had metal spikes, it's shredded. There huh? would be guys lighting him up for shredding greens. Okay, well we don't. Um, those are some of the headlines uh, that uh, we have from today. Also, the European Tours content committee video yes. is definitely worth a watch must see yeah they've got some good stuff going on that'll do it for us enjoy your weekend and thanks for being with us here on real golf radio thanks for listening to brian and bob on real golf radio join us on twitter at real golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com it's been real